G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Everyone is going to reap what they sow. Whatever a man sows, he'll also reap. Pastor Greg Laurie says, your good seeds will produce good fruit. Some pursued parties and you pursued prayer. Some pursued sexual pleasure, you pursued sexual purity. Some pursued this world, you pursued the next. And while others reap corruption or deadness, you're reaping life. And while others feel used, you feel new. This is the day when the lost are found. say that they're glad they came to Christ for forgiveness of sin and only wish that they'd done it sooner. You don't hear many say they went back to partying and drinking and waking up with a hangover and wish they'd done that sooner. Few of us would choose pain and heartache over peace and freedom. Today, Pastor Greg Laurie shows us a man of great power who sowed evil and reaped the fruit that he deserved. Today, we'll look at the law of sowing and reaping. message in the book of Esther. Have you enjoyed the book of Esther? I have. It's been a lot of fun to study for. Even more fun to preach. And so this is the final message. We're in Esther chapter 5. And the title of the message is You Reap What You Sow. Enter the villain of the story, Haman, who hatches a plot to exterminate Mordecai and the Jews. And so Esther says to Mordecai, okay, I'm going to go to the king. So our story begins in Esther chapter 5, verse 1. Let's read together. Three days later, Esther put on her royal robes and entered the inner court of the palace just across from the king's hall. The king was sitting on his royal throne facing the entrance. And when he saw Queen Esther standing there in the inner court, he welcomed her, holding out the gold scepter to her. So Esther approached and touched its tip. Then the king asked her, What do you want, Queen Esther? What is your request? I'll give it to you up to half of the kingdom. She said, Well, if it pleases your majesty, let the king and Haman come today to a banquet I prepared for the king. So the king and Haman went to Esther's banquet, and they're drinking wine. And the king said to Esther, Tell me what you really want. What is your request? I'll give it to you, even up to half of my kingdom. Esther replied, This is my request and deepest wish. If your majesty is pleased with me and wants to grant my request, come back with Haman tomorrow. Now, Haman is so excited. He's thinking, Everything's going my way. All of my scheming, my plotting, my undermining is finally coming to fruition. Uh, The queen has invited me to a banquet with the king. Verse 9. What a happy man Haman was as he left the banquet. He thinks everything's going my way. I'm going to wipe out the Jews. I'm powerful. 
oh, it's awesome. Esther chapter six, verse 14. We're gonna read a bunch of verses. You're gonna love this. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. While they were still talking, the king's eunuchs arrived to take Haman to the banquet Esther had prepared. So the king and Haman went to Queen Esther's banquet. And they were drinking wine that day and the king asked her, tell me what you want, Queen Esther. What is your request? I'll give it to you even up to half of my kingdom. And so Queen Esther replied, if your majesty is pleased with me and wants to grant my request, my petition is that my life and the lives of my people will be spared. Okay, so Esther's been waiting for the right moment and now she's going for it. Verse seven, for my people, says Esther, have been sold to those who would kill, slaughter, and annihilate us. Who would dare do such a thing? King Xerxes demands. Who would dare touch you? I love verse six. Esther replied, this wicked Haman is our enemy. Imagine this scene. There's Haman sitting there like, oh no. <laughs> She's Jewish? Look at what it says next. Haman grew pale with fright. This is not good. The king jumped up to his feet in a rage and went out into the palace garden. But Haman stayed behind to plead for his life with Queen Esther, for he knew he was doomed. In despair he fell on the couch where Queen Esther was reclining. And just as the king returned from the palace garden, he said, Oh, are you going to assault the queen right here in the palace? Before my very eyes, the king roared. And as soon as the king spoke, his attendants covered Haman's face, signaling his doom. Then Harbona, one of the king's eunuchs, said, Hey, king, Haman has set up a gallows that stands 75 feet tall in his own courtyard. The king says, Hang Haman on it. So they hanged Haman on the gallows and he had set up for Mordecai. And the king's anger was pacified. And on that same day, King Xerxes gave the estate of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, to Queen Esther. We'll stop there. Talk about poetic justice. All right, so what do we learn from this story? Number one, God is always present and at work in our lives as Christians, whether we feel Him or not. God is always present and at work in our lives as Christians, whether we feel him or not. He was at work in the life of Esther. He was at work in the life of Mordecai. He was at work in the lives of the Jewish people. And we see how God worked through such ordinary human events. Insomnia, the reading of a book, the anger of a man, and the timing of events. So I don't know what you're facing right now, but God's at work. I don't see him. He's at work. I don't feel him. He's at work. He's working behind the scenes. He promises to work all things together for good to those that love God and are called according to His purpose. Number two, God can take impossible situations and turn them around for His glory. God can take impossible situations and turn them around for His glory. Are you facing an impossible situation? Is the deck stacked against you? Have you been given no hope? Listen to this. God can change that. As Gabriel, the angel, said to Mary, who would be the mother of Jesus, with God all things are possible. And this looked like an impossible situation for sure, but the Lord intervened. And point number three, you will reap what you sow. 
again I want to emphasize that can be positive or negative. For Haman he reaped what he sowed. His treachery, his deceitfulness, his envy, his hatred all came back. He hung on his own gallows. But Mordecai's faithfulness, his honesty, his integrity, also the honesty and passion of Esther, that was rewarded as well. Well, thanks for joining us. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in California, USA. And he's been looking at the book of Esther in the Bible. And as we continue, he'll emphasize the practical application heard in this story. It's a message called, You Reap What You Sow. As life goes by, you realize that it's a good decision to obey God. Now some of you are young. And let me say something to you. And hear what I'm saying. And I guarantee what I'm telling you is true. And if it isn't, you can come to me later and I'll give you your money back. (laughs) But this didn't cost you anything. Here's my advice to you. Do what God tells you to do in life. Follow the Word of God. There will be times when it's very difficult to make that stand for Christ. Very hard for you to hold your ground. Do what is right before God. I know there are people in life that seem to get ahead. They cut corners. They tell lies. They're dishonest. They get the promotion. They get the attention. You labor away faithfully, quietly, and no one notices you. It's all going to come out in the wash because everyone is going to reap what they sow. Just know it's true. You know, as you look back in your life, you'll find some who pursued fun or you pursued faith. Some pursued parties and you pursued prayer. Some pursued sexual pleasure. You pursued sexual purity. Some pursued this world. You pursued the next. And while others reap corruption or deadness, you're reaping life. And while others feel used, you feel new. You see? So so do the Spirit. Put God first in all things. Every day from the moment you get up to the time you go to bed, you either sow to the Spirit or you sow to the flesh. So you know, you get up in the morning, you know, you can go ahead and check out how many followers you have on Instagram or how many friends you have on Facebook. By the way, they're not your friends. And, uh, and, and you know, you can be obsessed with things that are secondary or you can say, I'm gonna dedicate this morning to first things first, opening the Word of God and letting God speak to me through this scripture. And then you make decisions through the day. What you're gonna listen to, what you're gonna do, who you're gonna hang around with, who's gonna influence you, who you're going to influence. And you'll find that you'll reap what you sow. It comes down to this. Sow a thought, reap an act. So an act, reap a habit. So a habit, reap a character. So a character, reap a destiny. It starts with a thought. What you let into your mind, what you contemplate, what you ponder, fill your mind with the things of God. So to the Spirit, you will not regret it. Esther was willing to lay her life down for her people. She said to Mordecai, okay, I'm gonna go to the king. And if I die, I die. But I'll die trying. I'll do what I can. Well, she didn't have to die, did she? She lived many more years. And because of her sacrificial act, saved the lives of many. Well, in the same way, Jesus was willing to lay his life down. And he did die. 
He died on the cross and took the judgment that should have come upon you, upon Himself. Why is this important? Because listen to me, you're going to reap what you sow. See, if you believe in Jesus and ask Him to forgive you every sin you have ever committed throughout your entire life, and there's a lot of them, by the way, will be forgiven, erased, and removed instantly. But if you do not ask Jesus to forgive you, every sin you've committed in your life will come back to haunt you and you'll face the full repercussions of them. That's pretty scary. You don't want to do that. And you don't have to do that. But if you reject God's offer of forgiveness through Jesus Christ, friend, you have sealed your own fate. Don't blame God for anything. It'll be on you. He has this great offer. The Bible calls it the unspeakable gift. Or it's also translated the indescribable gift. It's so awesome. It's so amazing. It's so free. And all you have to do is reach out and say, Oh Lord, forgive me. So we're going to close in prayer now. And if you're not sure if your sin is forgiven, if it kind of freaks you out a little bit when you think about reaping what you'll sow, I strongly urge you to believe in Jesus. He died for you. He rose again from the dead. And He's here with us right now, standing at the door of your life and knocking. And He is saying, if you'll hear His voice and open the door, He will come in. This can be the moment where your life changes. You've made a lot of bad decisions. You've done a lot of stupid things. You have a lot of regrets. You can't change that. You can't change your past, but you can be forgiven of your past because of the sacrifice of Jesus. He will do that for you if you will ask Him to. The Bible says that we will confess our sin. He is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. As we pray now, I'll encourage you to say, yes, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm a sinner. Forgive me come into my life and he'll do that for you today. Let's all bow our heads. Father, thank you for loving us so much that you sent Jesus. And Lord Jesus, thank you for coming and laying your life down for us. And now I pray for any person here or any person listening or watching, wherever they might be, help them to see their need for you. Help them to come to you. Help them to believe in you. Now we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Greg Laurie pointing out the need to come to the Lord to find forgiveness for our sins and the hope of heaven. And if you'd like to follow through yourself and make a change in your relationship with God today, Pastor Greg would love to help you do that right now. You need to know that you need this. You know, there's a lot of people that don't realize what they need. They're like a drowning person who would think that he could save himself. You need to call out to God for help. In fact, the Bible says, whoever will call upon the name of the Lord, he will be saved. And I would like to give you an opportunity to call out to the Lord right now and find the salvation that he offers. It's as simple as prayer. I'm going to lead you in a prayer at this very moment. And if you would like to come to Christ, if you would like him to forgive you of your sin and fill the void in your life and give you the hope that when you die, you will go to heaven, pray this prayer with me right now. God, I admit to you today that I am a sinner and I am sorry for my sin and I turn from it now. 
I thank you for sending Jesus Christ, your son, to die on the cross and to shed his blood for me. Now, Jesus, come into my heart and life. Be my Savior, my Lord, my God, and my friend. Fill me with your spirit and help me to love your word and to do what you tell me to do. I want to be your disciple. Thank you for forgiving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. And as you get started living as a Christian, we'd love to offer you some help, free of any charge or obligation. We'd love to send you our New Believers Growth Packet. It'll help answer some of the questions you might have and help you build a solid foundation for your faith. Just ask for the New Believers Growth Packet when you contact us on one 800 005011 Well, next time, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us run this race called The Christian Life with an eye towards victory. We'll learn to lay aside those things that slow us down. Join us again here tomorrow, same time, for a new beginning. copy of Pastor Greg's full message from today, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called You Reap What You Sow. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-5011. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.